0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Hope is the goal setter. So then this is why that it's important, it's very important to have hope. Now. You remember Abraham, the Bible says that when there was no hope, Abraham believed in hope. Now see, there may be some of you in that situation. The doctors may have told you there's no hope for you medically. Well, do what Abraham did, go to the Word of God and get you some hope. Now see what I mean by no hope. No hope, naturally speaking, see. See, there's certain things doctors can't do. Thank God for doctors. They've been able to do a lot of things. But there are certain things they'll tell you. We're We're just frankly limited. And when we've done what we can do, that's all we can do. Abraham, when there was no natural hope. Now you've got to realize, here's a man that was 75 years old when God talked to him about the promised child. Then 24 years went by. Now he had the promise all this time. Had the promise all that time. 24 years went by and he still doesn't have the promised child. Now, they kind of teamed up together and decided they'd help God out. You know, (laughs) I better not get into that. But anyway, they come up with an Ishmael. We've been paying for it ever since. But 24 years later, when Abram is 99 years old, God appears to him and says that I am Almighty God. And he says, I've made you the father of many nations. You've got to be kidding. I mean, the man's 99 years old. God said, I've already done it. See, to believe, the way Jesus is talking about believing, when all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive, you've got to consider it done as far as the spirit realm is concerned. Now, don't carry that over into the natural and get yourself in trouble. Say, well, if I believe that God has met my need and I believe it's already done, then I'll just go ahead and write this faith check. Not a faith check, it's a hot check. (laughs) See, somebody said, Well, I'll do this and then God will have to put the money in the bank because you see, that proves I had faith. That may prove you were ignorant. Now, see, the Bible does say faith without corresponding action is dead. But how far can you go with your corresponding action? As far as you have manifestation. It's all right to write the check even when the money's not in the bank, but put it in the dresser drawer and don't mail it to get the money in the bank. Somebody said, well, God will have to put the money in the bank before the check gets there. No, you'll be in jail before God puts the money in the bank. So be careful in that. Don't take what I'm saying as considered as done and go out and do something foolish. I'm talking about done in the spirit realm. You have a knowing inside. That I know, that I know, that I know, that I know that my God has already met my need. It's just a matter of it being manifest. See, positive in that area. Now, the only way you can get that way is to study, meditate the Word of God. Now, do everything else you can do if it's a financial need. You know, sometimes people say, well, I'm going to believe God and I'm just going to sit down, not even look for a job. Waiting for my ship to come in. Have you sent one out? (laughs) If you hadn't sent one out, I got news for you. There's another scripture that says, he promised a hundredfold return. But a hundred times nothing is nothing. God multiplies our seed sown. If we don't sow, we don't reap. So be careful in that. See, don't take something that's been said and just say, well, I'm just going to pull this over into the natural realm and I'm just going to act like that it's already done. You know, like Brother Jerry Savell said one time, he said, God, how do I act like i got an airplane? Do I go out here and sit on the runway and open my arms up here? (laughs) But that's some of the ridiculous things that people do sometimes. and think it's faith. And a lot of it's foolishness. But what I'm saying is that it gets engrafted into your spirit, like it did Abraham. Now, Abraham said, the Bible says concerning Abraham, when there was no hope, he believed in hope. See, there was no natural hope. See, your accountant may have told you, no hope for you financially. (laughs) You know, you just bankrupt, you might as well admit it. Uh, He may have said that, No, no natural hope for you. Well, go to the Word of God and get you some supernatural hope. Find out what God said about your finances. Now, it's not enough to just find out what God said about it. You've got to get it engrafted into you. By meditation, by speaking the Word, and in the area of finances, by doing what the Word said to do. See, you have to activate a promise. The promise of Luke 6.38, given it shall be given, has to be activated by giving. Before you can confess that it's yours. And Philippians 4.19, which we all like to quote, you must be a giver like the Philippian church was, or that scripture is not for you. They gave once and again to Paul's necessity, even sacrificially, see. So see, there's some things that we need to learn about that. Abraham, it says of him, that he considered not his own body now dead. In other words, he wouldn't consider the thing that disagreed with the Word of God. Now see, when you give and the washing machine breaks down, and when something else happens, you see, Abraham wouldn't consider that. He just let it drop. Well, God's Word said this. See, now, if he'd have gone by experience, he said, I know a lot of folks that wasn't 75 years old, and they never did have no children. But he decided to believe in hope when there was no hope naturally. See, believing in God is a decision you make. You find out what he said, and you've got to make a decision whether you're going to believe it or not. Now, if you're going to believe it, 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, verse 13, says, We believe and therefore speak. Paul is quoting an Old Testament scripture, Psalms 116, verse 10, where Psalmist David said, I believe and therefore speak. Now, if you realize that, you always do speak what you believe. See, out of the bunch of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, you may pray a beautiful prayer that sounds like faith, but what you said on Monday morning was more what you believed than what you prayed on Sunday night. Are you listening to me? So, see, he quoted that scripture that David said, I believe and therefore speak. He says, we also believe and therefore speak. He says, we having the same spirit of faith, see. That's the way faith does. Faith, when it believes, it speaks. So what you are really believing is what you're talking daily. Not necessarily what you prayed that night. So check up on your praying and your saying. See if you got your saying and your praying together. Because there's power in positive faith. The Bible says that Abraham was fully persuaded. How did he become fully persuaded? He became fully persuaded by saying what God said. Now you see, Abram was, I keep saying Abraham, he was Abram at that time. When God appeared to him in the 17th chapter of Genesis... When he was 99 years old, he said to him, I have made you the father of many nations. And he said, your name shall no longer be Abram, but Abraham. That means father of a multitude. Now he's 99 years old. And you know what God did? He changed his name. So that Abram would have to go tell everyone that he met, I am the father of nations. Did he look like the father of nations? Did he feel like the father of nations? Did anybody think he was the father of nations other than God? It didn't matter to Abraham whether anybody else believed it or not. He made a decision to believe God. Based not on experience, but on the word of the living God. Now see, that's why I say that it's always dangerous to go by experience. Because everybody has experienced things that will prove to you that God's word won't work. See, there's people that'll even tell you, well, now, if we're redeemed from the curse, then nobody would ever be sick, or nobody would ever be poor. Well, let me ask you something. Did Jesus redeem us from sin? Yes, he died for the sinner. Jesus is the cure for the sin problem. But can anybody sin? Certainly they can. You sin if you want to. Does salvation work? If you went by experience, you could prove that salvation doesn't work. Is salvation for everyone? Oh, yes, it's for everyone. Did everyone get saved? No. Do you ever know of an instance where salvation didn't keep somebody from going to hell? Yeah. I know a lot of people that didn't receive salvation. I even know some that did and went back into sin. Does that prove salvation doesn't work? No, it proved they didn't work it. So, see, if you go by experience, you can prove that salvation doesn't work. But thank God it does. Abraham believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. He became fully persuaded that what God has promised, he was able to perform. Yes, Jesus said, all things whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Do you believe it? One of the major problems in the body of Christ, and I know in my life for years, was that I just prayed about everything before I was ready to pray about it. See, somebody say, well, it just takes much prayer. Well, that's true. We shouldn't pray much, but we ought to be ready to pray before we pray. Because Jesus said, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now, that is the will of God, that the things you pray about, you receive. But you see, the determination of what you pray about should be governed by the Word of God. You shouldn't be praying for something the Word of God said that you shouldn't have. We should know the will of God before we pray because if you don't know God's will before you pray, it is impossible for you to pray the prayer of faith. It's impossible to pray in agreement and believe like Jesus says to believe here if you do not know the will of God concerning the matter you're praying about. So I'm convinced that there's been much prayer given to things that we had no knowledge of. We had no understanding of the scriptures or the basis for what we were praying for. Therefore, it destroyed our faith instead of bringing us the results that we were seeking. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for CD offer number 7236. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling entitled Reciprocal Truths. Now, it's important to understand that when you began to release faith in words and say what the Word said about you, you're going to eventually create faith for that promise. Give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. There is abundance and no lack. My God has met my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, because I have given, it's given unto me. The opposite end of that truth is that if you don't give bountifully, you won't receive bountifully. It will be taken away from you, even that which you have, if you hold back more than is meet. In other words, there is a reciprocal to every truth. Fear is the reverse gear of faith. Fear will cause you to say what the devil says and proclaim we're not going to have enough. What are we going to do? Jesus said, take no thought by saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewith shall we be clothed? In other words, keep it on the positive side. Say, I know what we're going to do. Gas is dollar seventy five a gallon. we're going to believe God for the dollar seventy five the same way we believe for a dollar gas back years ago. If you got the good word in your heart and you speak the Word of God out of your mouth, you cause good things to come to pass in your life. If you're always speaking negative, negative things will happen to you all through life. So keep it on the positive side. That's offer number 7236. It's called Reciprocal Truths. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Kemp's Ministries and our listeners in this area.